everybody, and thank you for joining me for another week of the Rec Poker Podcast, uh, where we hit our audio cues flawlessly every time, and all we do is have fun talking about poker. I've got the best job in the world. If you don't know, my name is Jim Reed, Bluffstermini in the home game. You can find out about me and the rest of the members at uh, the Wrecking Crew by going to rec.poker slash crew. I'd like to thank Website Amp and Running Aces Hotel, Racetrack, and Casino for letting me hang out every week with this uh, gang of recreational poker wizards. So, uh, gang, why don't you share a little bit about yourself with the panel or with the rec? Uh, I'm Chris Jones. You can find me on 5x5 on Poker Stars and Twitter. And I'm John Somsky, also known as Poker Geek MN Everywhere. Uh, I'm Kim Kilroy. I'm Fergie56 on Poker Stars and Pat Vet everywhere else. And we are looking at a post um, by Kim today, uh, which she's sharing in the Rec Poker forums and. Uh, she also has shared it with a cool new um, program or app called Check Decide. And if you go to rec.poker slash petvet, you can learn a little more about uh, Check Decide and how you can use it to share hands like this with your friends. Um, so just like every week, we are playing against each other in the nightly home game. Not that you can hear it because we are mastering our audio cues over here tonight. But um, another thing we do every week is we take a post from the Rec Poker forums and we talk about it here on the show. So we've got this post from PetVet about a tough hand in a 109 uh, progressive knockout. Progressive knockouts are probably my favorite format. And um, I really like the kind of uh, magnetic attraction that it has on the chips, this uh, effect where the chips kind of find themselves sliding into the middle a little more often. That's definitely the Blusterini school of uh, poker. So what was it about this spot, uh, Kim, that made you write in to the show? I know you're doing a lot of work with um, preflop ranges and uh, uh, that sort of thing, but this had a, a different caliber to it. Why don't you take us through the hand? Well, I just, I had a, a ticket to play in the Sunday Million, which I was all excited about, but I'm not as familiar with PKOs as you are. So I'm not sure how much they affect people's ranges, uh, how much more um, looser people will call, how much more aggressive they get in hands especially when they have you covered. So I always find it difficult to play out of position uh, in a hand. And I end up usually taking the passive route. And I think that's probably not the right route a lot of the time. So this hand will show that uh, on a lot of streets, perhaps I didn't make the right decision. So um, we start the hand. We are 48 big blinds deep. Um, and we have just a basic bounty on our head. We don't have a, a big bounty. We have $25. Um, we raise it uh, from the low jack middle position um, to 2.2 big blinds with ace of spades, jack of hearts. I think that's uncontroversial. I think that's okay, raised from that range. Uh, it folds to the button who has us covered. The button has about 70 big blinds. And again, we have 48 and the button calls and the blinds both fold. And it, it doesn't really matter that much at this point in the tournament, but was the button the table chip leader? Do you Not recall? at all. No. Okay. Okay. No. No. Right. So um, the flop comes. So we have, again, we have the ace of spades, jack of hearts, and the flop comes 10 of clubs, jack of spades, queen of spades. So we have middle pair, we have 
a backdoor nut flush draw. We have a gut shot straight draw to Broadway. I decide to check this flop because I think that this also hits a lot of the buttons calling range pretty pretty much hits the buttons calling range. And I don't want to get check raised off of the equity that I have here. So, but maybe I should be making a C bet. And maybe I should be making, and if I do make a C bet, should I be making a big C bet because of the, uh, how this flop is like. Yeah, I like, I like general rules when it comes to this stuff. And in a general rule situation, there's a few kind of factors at play here. This is the kind of flop that really does smash that imposition calling range. This is the kind of dynamic flop that is going to mean that I see bet perhaps at a lower frequency, but at a higher sizing and probably with most of most of the range that I that I do that with. Um, and we're in exactly that spot, as you described, Kim, where we've got second pair of top kicker, gut shot, uh, runner, runner, nut straight draw, uh, nut flush draw where you really do have a lot of equity in the hand, but you don't actually have as much showdown value right now as you think. Your your pair of jacks to the ace kicker is likely not going to be the best hand when you get through the river here. So it's an interesting, it's an interesting spot. I probably would not put this, as far as what is in the villain's range, I wouldn't think that ace king would be in the range i wouldn't think that any of these sets would be in the range but i think he has all two pairs and i think he has lower lower uh non-nut straights as well in the range here so as well as you know under pairs and other various cards so i also noticed that this player had a 33 percent fold to c bet so when i know i'm not going to get a fold from a c bet sometimes yeah i mean with, with my value obviously i'm always going to see that and then <laughs> with a hand like this which has got you know medium strength hand i'm gonna check sometimes when i'm out of position so i don't know what do you guys think so what would you do i, I think this is a great hand because i think this is this is um a really like what to do with middle pair in these kinds of spots and what to do when when do we see bet middle pair and when do we not? I think is is a really complicated question, and I think it's a really good one to talk about. So I I actually want to talk about the ace of spades here. So if you had ace of diamonds, jack of hearts here, um, would you be more or less inclined to bet? Um. And I guess this is a question for anyone. I, I probably would be more inclined to bet because I don't mind getting raised off. I like folding to a, a raise. And I certainly would bet if this was the big blind that had called me right. and I had position, but it's, it, it's, yeah. So there. So yeah. There, and I think that's, that's, my that's, that's my answer too. And so like, I, I, I mean, I like this check and it's because of the ace of spades. Um, it's it's a hand that can withstand uh, a lot of um, continuing pressure. It's also a hand that can make some really terrifying bluffs for our opponent um, if we need to. 
So um, I don't, I don't mind, especially out of position, keeping this, we've got a middle of strength hand with some really nice equity. That's my take on it. Is that Jim or John? What do you, what do you think? Uh, my my inclination would still be to bet mainly because I don't like if we check I think our position on the turn is going to be a lot harder um and and I don't know that it, that it's right but we have such good drawing potential that uh using that drawing potential for fold equity right now is not a bad thing now mm-hmm. she did mention that um the player the opponent's only folding 33% of the time. So maybe there's not much hope of getting that. Um, but I have a feeling I would probably continuation bet on this floor board mm-hmm. most of the time, whether or not that's right. I'm less confident, mm-hmm. but that would be the play that I would make. Wait, what, what, um, what do you think our best, jacks are is it the ace jack is is ace jack our best bet to to see bet or other i'd rather have the jack king here yeah almost (laughs) Mm -hmm. with an open-ended right Mm -hmm. jack king or maybe even jack nine maybe i don't know i don't know it's just worth thinking about what what are the jacks that we're gonna i mean certainly i I suppose queen jack and jack 10 are and are we willing to get it in like So, yeah, that's, that's the other. So, all right. Have we talked enough about the flop? Or yeah, we, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we're not, we're not at, at a consensus here. So, it doesn't really matter. So, so, yeah, take us through it, Kim. That's okay. Cool. So the turn uh, comes there. I don't remember. There's like maybe 6.8 big blinds in the pot on the turn. Um, and the turn comes the ace of clubs, giving us two pair. And and it did go check check on the flop. Is that uh, accurate? So we did we did check and they checked yes, behind. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. And I so didn't that actually write that in here, but yeah. Uh, but so and that does impact their range here when they choose not to float um, on this board. We should think about what that does to their range because they have a lot of very natural value hands and and bluff candidates here. So that I think that puts them in the same kind of box we're in where they've got like a one pair hand here, like a 10 or a Jack. And they're in the same middle of their range that we're in. Um, and this is a good check raising board for us too. Right. So they don't want to fold any more than we do when they have some of those like one pair hands. So this, this checking behind on this board makes me feel like they are kind of capping themselves a little bit uh, mm-hmm. in this. Right. So the turn is, like I said, the turn is the ace of clubs. And so now we have two clubs and two spades on the board. Um, and, and two pair for us. And two pair for us. So uh, obviously if our opponent has a king, they have the straight already. Yep. Uh, so here's where I just, again, didn't know what to do. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been out of position. So I just decided to check again <laughs> with my two pair. To to not get blown off the two pair, and if I'm ahead, I'm probably way ahead, and if I'm behind, I'm already way behind. So, yeah, um, I'd, I'd be loving to get to showdown right now. If if you told me I could get this to hand to showdown, I would want to do that. That's for sure. Right. Is your check with the intent of calling any reasonable bet? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you've yeah. got redraws to beat the straight too. When you, That's one of the great things about two pair. You do have those boat options on the river. I see when I'm reading this, I didn't actually put the, the action in here. So I, <laughs> I should actually go in and edit this and put the action in mm. this post. Because mm. I just put it in today, right before. Ah, nice. Yeah. So um, I do check uh, with my two pair and villain bets half pot. Uh, and I, uh, and I call, Chris, and maybe have... this is a check raise. I don't know. Yeah. Chris, it looked I mean, like you were lining up there. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, I, I kind of want to explore. I, I You're thinking lead a check on the flop, but I kind of want to explore a lead here. Um, now I hear what we're saying. Cause we have the redraw to the full house. We have, uh, top you know two pair with the with the with the top pair it's a pretty nice hand at this point uh we don't want to get blown off our equity if they have the king but i think if if they have a king um which is is their best you know possible i think it's the best hand well right now it, we haven't seen the river so it is it is it's the nuts but it's it's like i think we're gonna if we check and then call, we're not going to learn whether they have that king, and then we're mm. just going to have to make a really tough decision on the river. We're just delaying a tough decision. If we bet here, I think we're going to hear from kings um, because there's two flushes on this board. I think a king can't possibly resist raising us. Um, and then, But I think nothing else really can raise us here except the king. So we could bet kind of small and lead here and get a lot of information if we get called here we've got a great hand that is almost always ahead i don't think our opponent has um well i suppose see and i don't think our opponent has spades because i think we would have heard from spades so maybe we get raised by clubs we get bluffed off by clubs um uh, that don't have a king i guess that they, ha they had backdoor clubs they checked through and then they we bet and then they raise us but okay, good, good, good on you. Uh, uh, I, I think a, a small lead here can give us a lot of information as we get to this river. I like I that. Know. I like that. And so, are we leading and are we folding to a raise, a check raise, yeah. or I, if a very small one, are we calling a check raise if it's a small one? If it's like a min click back, I'm like, oh god, you've got it, don't you? But I'm gonna have to call you because I've got two pair in the redraw. But if it's a reasonable check raise to a big enough sizing, then I'm folding. And I think, and I think we are folding, knowing that occasionally he's doing it with two clubs, and occasionally he's doing it with somehow like the ace ten, the worst two pair than we have. But um, those don't make up enough of a proportion of the range that raises to make that a consideration for us, right? Like we it, can, it, the thing is, we can have all the kings too, so they yes. should be terrified of that if they yes. don't have a king. Like even if they have Ace Ten. I don't think Ace Ten should raise much here. Right? Yeah, good point. Good point. Good point. Um, I like that. I like, and they can't wish, have the Ace Ten of Spades. Yeah. 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 I mean, I like that. I should have probably made some sort of a bet on the on the turn. And, and also, a lot of the hands that we're worried about, value hands, they also would have taken a more aggressive action on the flop than checking behind. So uh, I think you know a lot of the Spade draws would have bet. A lot of the two pairs would have bet um, a lot of the pair plus draws with the Kings. So and I do think it's a good target for that. 
Right. So would he have bet a king on the flop when I checked to him? He would have had right. me open in a straight jar or maybe two pair. Or yeah. maybe he already, you know, has king nine and already has the straight. And right. He just doesn't want to, you know, but I, I don't yeah, know. I mean, there, we would have heard that interesting if they did. To think about the kings that don't have king plus pair or king, that king that's a straight are fairly yeah, I mean, you have to be a pretty loose button. So it's all king plus bear for me. King, king ten and king jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of saying, let's see how this plays out. I, I don't want to. Uh, the same thing that we said on the. I, you know, I'm even though I'm in position, I don't want to get blown off my equity here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like this, like king jack of diamonds kind of thing would be, would play this exactly in that way. Although, yeah, no, I think that's I think that's right. So I, I really like that that bet fold notion. And I think bet fold turn is a line that we should consider more as recreational players because, listen, folks, recreational players get honest on the turn. And they are going to tell you if they have a power hand on the turn. And if they occasionally sneak some semi-bluffs in there, guess what, buddy? Your one pair hand wasn't doing that great against that range anyway. That's actually not a balanced range. That's still a really super strong range. So you can exploitatively fold in that situation. The players that are the players that are going to be like raising with a, an actually balanced range with a bunch of garbage blockers in there. Um, you don't have to worry about them enough to tailor your play to them. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, as I'm thinking about this more from villain's perspective, let's say we have, um, I don't know, six, seven of clubs or something. And we're right. like saying like, I don't know what I'm doing here because, because, because my, my opponent's not folding a King. Right. right. So like, and my opponent, Kim can have all the Kings, all of the Kings. There's no King she can't have right now. Like, I don't know if I'm even raising many of these clubs. Right. Right. All right. Why don't we hear from Why don't we hear from our friend Jonathan Little, and then uh, come back here and see what's up next. Have you ever wondered whether you should call a preflop raise or three bet instead? All the time. What do you do when you have a flush draw? Do you raise it or do you just call? Help us. What do you do with Ace King when you miss the flop? Are you tired of guessing about what the right play is with your particular hand? I'm so tired. Well, my name is Jonathan Little, and I am a two-time World Poker Tour champion and creator of PokerCoaching.com, where we offer over a thousand interactive hand quizzes where you play a hand and then get real-time feedback from our world-class pros. That's a lot. Don't guess and don't stress. Don't Just do register it. for your free account at pokercoaching.com slash recpoker right now. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. It's so kind of Jonathan just hang out here in the booth every once in a while and just come out and make that uh, live uh, live announcement every single time. All right, Jonathan, thank you very much. Good luck with the rest of your coaching tonight. Uh, <laughs> all right, so yeah, here we are. We're talking, about, <laughs> we're talking about this hand a little further on. So the turn is the ace of clubs. Um, at, we, we check with our two pair. Um, villain bets half pot, and we call. And the, the question that Kim asks in the chat is, is a check raise better here? And a check raise is kind of a, it's one of those scary spots where we really do allow our opponent to operate perfectly. But this bet fold from Chris um, is a really, a, a really interesting take that I think might be the, might actually be the better line there. I like it better. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, as played, we, they bet half pot and we call. So there's now 13.8 big blinds in the pot. 
The river is the two of spades, which brings in the third spade on the board. And we have the ace of spades in our hand. So I thought this is a great card for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, uh, and perhaps I should have put out a blocking bet on this, but my, my, I was thinking about check raising this as a bluff if they bet again to get a king to fold. Yeah. So in game, I thought I'm going to check and I'm going to check raise his hand because um, I might get called by worst two pair and mm-hmm. I might make a king fold. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you never know. It's one of those so, magical bets, right? You might get you <laughs> might get a better hand to fold and you might get a worse hand to call. I love those right. bets. Those are great bets. Right. So th- <laughs> that was my thinking. But in, you know. In retrospect, it's always easy. Maybe I should have put out some sort of a block bet here of 25 to 30% of the pot with knowing that I'm the one that could have the nut flush in my hand. Yep. Although I didn't play it that way, really. Like, I I think that would have probably been uh, a C bet for sure if I had two spades in my hand. On the That's block. true. Did you have did you have anything any uh, information about this player that would help you sort of decide if they were thinking about that at this point like are they actively ranging you or are they just looking down on the river and saying oh I don't have a flush I should, I should get out of here uh, I'm not sure to be honest yeah it, yeah it's it's hard it's hard it's hard yeah. to get there too need a lot of hands so I decided to check I didn't bat, block that and surprisingly to me the villain shoves or puts us all in, overbets mm. the pot. Mm. That's 43 big blinds into the pot, puts us all in. And like, I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> you, you took your check raise away I'm from the you. One that has not flushed <laughs> <laughs> uh, So first of all, what do we think is their range in that spot where they kind of overbet shove the uh, juicy river? I, I tell you, I use most of my time bank here. And I haven't put in here what I did, but when you like, I'll, what I'll say when we look at their range is is what I I actually I love this bet from villain because um, I think as played we as as Kim can have the nut flush probably well we can have flushes I don't know if that ace comes maybe I don't know can we have the nut flush maybe maybe not but we can we can have flushes but I don't think we can have straights. And I think the straights are far more relevant based mm. on the betting patterns in this hand, because we had two spades to begin the, the flop. So there, there could be some slow played flushes that get here and beat us. Um, but if we have a King, yeah, I think we probably could do this, but I like this even better if villain doesn't have a King um, because it represents a King. And I think Kim really can't have a King. Um as, as as this hand has been played, so that I think I'm actually putting them not on a king. I think they have something like I don't know, maybe a queen. <laughs> I oh, that's interesting. Could I have had Ace Five of Spades here and played it this way? No pair, just an over a gut shot and the nut flush draw. And played it this way on such a scary board. I mean, I think I could have. Yep, you could have. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Check, when it went check. check, check on the flop, for sure. 
Then I you, hit my you, pair. You, I hit you, my pair. You hit your pair. So you've got showed on value on the turn. So you just yeah. check call. Yeah. And then you hit your flush. Yeah. Yeah. But see, well, okay. So uh, let me ask you this. Um, let's say you have ace five and you hit that two of spades. And um, I'm blocking. I'm betting. <laughs> yeah. You're betting, right? You're betting. You're betting. Uh, something i think i mean you can do the whole check and hope your opponent goes crazy like this but they're not going to have a lot of spades either in that right. case when the when you can see the ace the jack and the queen so you can hope they have a king and do exactly this right this is such a i was so floored by this bet i didn't know what to do <laughs> good for you villain good for you raiden 8877 nicely played Sir or madam, how much of an overbet is it? Yeah, good question. There's 13.8 big blinds in the pot, and he's betting 43 big blinds. Yeah, so it's three plus X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's enough to put Kim all in and one big blind more. So it's it's a shove, it's a shove play that's yeah, over over three times the pot. (laughs) It's it's a play that, like. He might, if you didn't have the ace of spades, you'd think this was a great play with the ace of spades. Right. Right. I actually might call if I have the <laughs> right, right. ace of spades. Yeah, right? <laughs> right. But the fact that you don't have the ace, the fact that you have the ace of spades means that this is really, uh, again, you're like eliminating a lot of the hands that you'd like him to have here if, if you were trying to call. This is like, this is just, this just floored me, this bat. It just, I just, hmm. with because I had the ace of spades in my hand. I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like completely confused. I didn't end up time banking down and then folding, but I don't know if it was the right fold. And yeah, you know, it's, I think it is. I think honestly, I think you're folding the best hand here, but I think it's the right fold mm-hmm. because can, and those things can be true at the same time. Everybody, right. those things can be true at the same time. I mean, I, I you know, I think villain has kings. Definitely has some kings. Um, I don't think they have a flush. Um, uh, they could have a lot of worse two pairs here and, and are doing this for some, you know, like because they know you can't have a king. They could have right. something like king nine of spades here. Yep. So they flop. They flop. Yeah, the that's a good point. Straight. And so they're just slow playing it on the. And then they decide on the turn they can't slow play it anymore. But then why would right. they bet so much? Like, why are they betting so much? Yeah, what are they? I mean, I guess they're hope. I uh, I don't know what they're. I mean, if you if you have, uh, what are you hoping for there? Like, right, because because the, the next the next highest flush that's not the ace is the ten. So you're hoping to get called by a ten high flush? No king high. Or or just a king. Oh, no, if you yeah 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 yeah. Because if you're if, if he does have the king and you do have the ace high flush, I guess you don't have a lot of ace high flushes either at that point, but still. Yeah, I, now I'm even more confused. I know. <laughs> this, is, this hand drove me. This is why I tagged it to look, to look Yeah. At. Well, Rec Poker Nation, if you uh, if you can get to the bottom of this, please let us know. Uh, write in jim at rec.poker or petvet at rec.poker. Right. And, uh, and if you go to the forums and go to this hand history, there is a link to check the side and you can go on there and play the hand yourself and mm. see how it was played. So. 
That is one of the cool things about Check the Side. So this is a, a program that Kim's been working with. And uh, Kim also hosts a, a monthly hand history review group free for premium members here on the second Tuesday of every month. You can come and check that out. Fourth. Oh, I always screw it up, Kim. I'm sorry. It's on the fourth <laughs> Tuesday of every month. Um, and uh, this Check the Side uh, program lets you go and play someone else's hand from their perspective you get to choose the actions that you would take. And then it tells you if your actions mapped on to what they actually did. And then you get to kind of pl- play through the hand and compare how you played it to how your friend played it. So it's a great way to learn together to kind of talk about some tricky spots that you might play differently. And you can learn all about that at rec.poker slash pet pet. Yeah, you don't have to do that. You can just watch the hand if you want. Good if you point. prefer not to Good do point. that. But that is a great uh, option in there. Mm-hmm. Great feature. All right. So what did we learn today, folks? Poker's hard out of position. Yeah. I learn that every day. <laughs> I learn that every day. Poker is hard out of position, especially with these kind of like, uh, well, no, last week we were talking about a one pair hand out of position. At least this one had some uh, redraw sort of dynamic qualities to it, but it's always hard out of position, folks. Play, play poker in position. There you go. You heard it here first. We're breaking news here, uh, folks. Play poker in position. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks, everyone. I want to thank Pet Vet and um, John and Chris. Of course, Website Amp and uh, Running Aces Hotel Racetrack and Casino. And thanks, everyone, for listening. See you again soon. 